Hello, Shabbat Shalom. I'm Rabbi Moshe Schwab, and I'm glad you can be here with us today. Uh, the Torah portion for today is Toldot. It's Genesis 25:19 through 28:9, and so this is the Torah portion of our teaching, and uh, we also have an, an accompanying teaching uh, for this that you can also watch. So uh, Toldot. Uh, means generations. And uh, now we, the uh, reason we cover these Torah portions is because the, the holy prophets set this up. And, uh, and we are commanded to uh, read the Torah, to study the Torah. So that's why we're doing this. Uh, and the, the Torah is relevant for all of life. It, 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 it says that it gives us wisdom and understanding. Uh, Deuteronomy 4 6 so uh, some people say that it's not relevant but it is because if it gives us wisdom and understanding then it surely is relevant <laughs> so uh, like I said told out means generations uh, and this parasha begins by telling us that Yitzhak got married at 40 years old to Rivka and that they were having trouble conceiving so Yitzhak prayed and Rivka then conceived while, while they were uh, while they were in her womb, while well, we find out that it was they were twins, so um, uh, Rivka is wondering what was going on with this and asked God what was going on. So um, and God told her that there are two rival nations in her womb and that the older would serve the younger. So. Uh, she received by revelation, essentially, that Yaakov, the younger, by whatever uh, minute or whatever, was to receive the blessing and not Esau. So Yitzhak uh, liked Esau and Esau because he was a, a hunter and disregarded what Rivka said. This caused a lot of trouble when it came time to pass on the blessing. Esau came first and was reddish, and Yaakov came out holding Esau's heel. Yitzhak was 60 at the time. Yitzhak liked Esau because he was a hunter. Yaakov was a quiet child, and Rivka favored him. And we also understand that Yaakov was a spiritually minded person. Uh, one day, uh, Esav came home exhausted and asked Yaakov for some food. Yaakov said he would give him food if he would give him rights of the firstborn. So Esav gave him firstborn rights for some food. Uh, then there is, this, there is a famine, and God tells Yitzhak to, Yitzhak to stay in the land, and God reiterates the promise to Yitzhak that he gave to Abraham. Well, Abraham. Well, Yitzhak is in Gerar. He is afraid, so he tells the people there that Rivka is his sister. Uh, but he was found out, and Rivka was given protection by Avimelech. Uh, Yitzhak produced a hundredfold on his crops, and he prospered. And the uh, Pedish team became jealous, and they asked him to leave. So he left and opened up a well that Abraham had dug, and the, the Pedish team came uh, claimed it was their water, so he ended up doing this several several times before they stopped bothering him. He then went up to Be'er Sheva, where God, Yehovah, appeared to him and promised him the land for his descendants again. 
God, God actually appeared to all the patriarchs. Patriarchs. Uh, it's not true that God cannot appear as a man, as we see. God, God can do what he wants. You know, God, God came and ate with Abraham, it says, ate, and they talked uh, while the two angels went off to, uh, to, the, to the east for Sodom and, and Gomorrah, where they destroyed that because of their uh, terrible sin. Uh, the portion uh, then talks about Esav. Esav was 40, oh, and he took two Hittite wives, and they caused trouble for the family. Yitzhak wanted to bless Esav in spite of what God told Rivka, and he sent him out to hunt and then received the blessing. Uh, Rivka heard what Yitzhak was about to do, and she sent Yaakov in, in, in disguise to get the blessing. Uh, Yitzhak's eyes were failing, and he thought that he was blessing Esav. Uh, Yitzhak blessed Yaakov with abundance, lordship, and protective favor. Yaakov had just left when Esau came, came in, and, and Yitzhak tells him that he had already given the blessing, that he could not, he could not revoke it. Esau had already lost his birthright, and now Esau lost his blessing. After some coaxing, Yitzhak gave a blessing to uh, Esau. Esau was planning to kill Yaakov, and Rivka heard of it, and Yitzhak and Rivka sent Yaakov away to Rivka's brother Levan and told, that, uh, told him to pick a wife from his family. Esav saw that his wives did not please his parents, so he took a daughter of Ishmael as his wife. What differences do you see in the lives of Yaakov and Esav? Yaakov was willing to follow what his mother knew was right. Yaakov was more spiritually minded. Esav had the heart of a murderer, we see, and Yaakov fled in order to avoid conflict uh, perhaps, you know, God favored Yaakov, so um, he per might have saved Esau's life by going away. Ya uh, the Haftarah for Toldot is, is Malachi 1, 1 through 2, 7. In the, in the Haftarah portion, Malachi gives a prophesy, prophecy to Israel. He says that God loves them and the descendants of Jacob and gives them favor, but does not favor the wicked descendants of Esau. He, he says that Israel is not honoring their father by polluting their offerings by their imperfect uh, animals and imperfect food offerings. Uh, they, if they won't change, God will take away his favor. The priests were making up their own rules about the sacrifices. God says the Kohen should be guarding his commandments. And we should guard God's commandments too. If we don't cooperate with God, God may use someone else. You know, we are all imperfect people. The kingdom has not yet been restored. We must remember to repent and try to rectify our sins and the problems we've caused. Yeshua taught that we not only are to ask God for forgiveness, but also work out our problems. Don't be an Esau, Esau and who wanted to kill Yaakov instead of working things out. Esau relied on himself instead of God. His life and progeny came to amount to very little compared to Yaakov's life. 
All he cared about was himself and a plate of beans. Yeshua said, Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. Be First be reconciled to your brother and then come offer your gift. That's Matthew 5, 23 and 24. Be a spiritually minded person like Yaakov. Our Torah teaching this week was a, a little shorter than, than usual, so I'd like to share a few important biblical truths with you. First, the word apostle. The word apostle means sent one. There, there are many sent ones in the Old Testament portion. For, for example, Isaiah, Jeremiah, the prophets were often sent ones that are in the Bible. They were sent for a, on a mission, usually. In the New Testament portion, there are perhaps thousands of sent ones. Shul says that it is a common ministry in Ephesians 4.11, which says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Well, there are thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, teachers and pastors, so if the same is true for apostles, so it is a lie that there are only 12 apostles. There might be, might have been 12 original apostles of Yeshua, but there are, there are lots and lots of apostles. So, uh, <clears throat> congregations and people who use the word apostle, apostle are often trying to control others by it, you know. And so, it's, so now it's improper to use this word be, because of the improper stigma that's been attached to this word. Uh, Shul says in Romans 16:7, "Greet Adronicus in Unia, my countrymen and my fellow prisoners who are of note among the apostles." And by the way, Unia is a woman's name, and of course, Shul was an, another apostle. So. So uh, it's just not true that there are only 12 apostles. It's, it's made up is it for control. You know, it's not true. Uh, so another one, uh, we are called. And so I thought I was called to be a Christian. Well, th you know, that doesn't explain anything in an active sense. The Bible actually, uh, we are called in an active sense. For instance, Ephesians 4.1 says, Walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. Well, what are we to do? The Old Testament believers were supposed to follow God's commandments, and so are the New Testament believers. Uh, New Testament believers also believe on the Messiah Yeshua and are to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, uh, Kepha said in, in Acts chapter 2. We are commanded to do that. Uh, <clears throat> that's how we become part of the family. We are to do what our Father, God, wants us to do and behave like his children. That was true for Israel. It's true for us. They were to act like God's children. <clears throat> so that's, that's, so we are to actually uh, call out to do something, to live out something. So uh, live out what you've been called to do, to follow God's commandments. Uh, you know, some people are also called to do specific things. Shul was called to be a messenger. Uh, others are called to be teachers, etc. You know, God may call us to do specific things during different stages of our life. For example, uh, we were called uh, to do inner city ministry for a, a number of years. 
Also, the word holy is holy. Uh, the words holy, set apart, have a specific meaning. Uh, we are to be God's set apart, holy people. Some people say they are holy without actually behaving like God's holy people. Well, they are delusional. Uh, we are called to be holy as God is holy, the Bible says. For I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore consecrate yourselves and you shall be holy for I am holy. Leviticus 11.44 you know, We are to strive to do what is right and good. That's what Deuteronomy 6.18 says. Doing good in biblical and Jewish thought is to keep God's commandments. It, Deuteronomy 6. Uh, 17 and 18 says, You shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God, his testimonies and his statutes, which he commanded you, and you shall do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord. Again, that's Deuteronomy 6, 17 and 18. Le Leviticus 20, 26 says, And you shall be holy to me, for I, the Lord, am holy, and have separated you from the peoples that you should be mine. Sometimes the Bible uses the word saints for God's holy people. Most of the time the word translated saint is translated uh, holy in the New Testament. It's the word hagios. People were saints in the Old Testament and in the New Testament if they were actually living holy lives. Uh, they, in this case, they have been separated by God. That's what it says. Uh, if they are living holy lives, and we will, and we will not be separated from God, if we are turned to our God and looking to Him, living a holy life, if we don't live holy lives, we have turned our back on God, then we must repent and turn towards God and keep His commandments. So, in closing. In this portion, God healed Rivka, and she was able to conceive two sons. Yitzhak didn't listen to his wife about Yaakov being the child of promise, so Rivka took matters in her own hands and fooled Yitzhak so he would give the blessing rightfully to Yaakov. Yaakov chooses to leave rather than confront Esau. Esau is a worldly person who wants to kill Yaakov. We will see that God worked everything out in spite of Yitzhak's shortcomings. Esau is an example of someone who is worldly minded, and Yaakov is an example of someone who is spiritually minded. Yaakov continued to be faithful to God, and God blessed Yaakov tremendously for his faithfulness to God. And God will bless us tremendously for following him uh, especially in the world to come. What could be greater than that, than what God has to give us in the world to come? So um, th so that's the end of our uh, teaching, Torah teaching for today. And so I just would like to bless you at this time. Yehovah bless you and keep you. Yehovah make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yehovah lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Yeshua said, I stand at the door and knock. Won't you let Yeshua, the Messiah, into your life? So he will bless you.